You're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back, folks. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris, and I just cricked my neck. That was like that was audible. Yeah. I could hear like before we got started here. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that it wasn't. Like, oh, maybe maybe I should have had it on. Yeah. That'd have been a great intro. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, crap! Yeah, that was yeah, your yeah. exact yeah. words. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I'm Tom. Yeah, so. you are Tom. Um, <laughs> I am Tom. Yeah. I'm still Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some days, you know, I don't know sure. who I am. I'm old too now. I hit my thirties, so yeah. some days I forget. One like, foot in the know, grave. Who, are you Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. Um, <laughs> the positivity oh, going to yeah. Christmas. There um, we go. <laughs> maybe, do, I, do I need to? Yeah. Yeah. Crack my neck too. Join you? I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's some positivity going into Christmas. <laughs> I just caught that. Yeah. Well, you know what. Uh, it's it, grounds a little hard right now. I can't dig that grave. Um, <laughs> I know. I'll have to wait anyway, a <laughs> um, <laughs> but you you said it right there. It is almost Christmas. We thought that last week might have been our last yeah. recording before Christmas, but we got to looking at this week and we said, "Hey, Monday is available." It's the only day available. <laughs> no, Tuesday. I, I'm a, I'm up north for work. Wednesday, get the usual. It's uh, all the scheduling crap is always around me. Like yeah. you have just like a wide open schedule, which is great. Single dude. And then I am, I am me. You're married with got, children. Uh, <laughs> I got, yeah, I'm married with children. Yeah, all Bundy. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember one of his quotes right now just to throw in there, but I can't. Um, anyway, so. We got church Wednesday and then Thursday like is open for us, but we're like, that's three, four days before Christmas. Yeah. Not going to try to do that. And try to upload no. a Friday before I leave. That's maybe right. Friday night, like Saturday morning. No, we're leaving. It's like, no, we're not going to. No. So it was like, all right, hey, Monday, if we can make it work. Which we, get, which I, we did. It's just going yeah, to pop yeah, episode. I, <laughs> it's always just like when Tom says, hey, can you record tomorrow? That's yeah. that's when we decide when we're going to record. Pretty much. So, pretty much. I, oh. I sent that from the can too, by the way. Oh, oh, just so you know, my my surroundings. Gotcha. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's oh, when I do my best thinking. Yeah, yeah. Or, or although we did have an idea for an episode already by the playoff preview, because I had well, my brother was texting me saying, "Hey, I like to come on the show," so we already have that semi sort of figured out. So we this episode, we're going off the cuff. Episode like three weeks we now, we have an idea. We do, yeah. We, we, we do. got that one figured out. Is that the most recent so, episode? Probably planned, at least. Failed successfully. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but we're gonna start as we normally do. So, Chris, I, I mean, interesting things have happened this week oh, yeah. in football. But interesting enough for the standings to change, um, we will find out from Chris now. I was gonna say right after this commercial break. But <laughs> we're not sponsored. No. No, no sponsorship, so no commercial breaks for y'all. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, however you want if to do it. If you own a company and want to be sponsored by someone who gets six downloads a week. Hey, we're here for you. All right. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me, like, I'm going to update those numbers. <laughs> in the AFC, we got 11 one week. Yeah. In the AFC North, the Ravens are in first place in that division and have clinched the only playoff spot in the AFC to this point at 11-3. Two-game lead over the Browns, who did defeats the bears somehow some way because they're the bears but we will we won't get into that right now uh, in the afc south the jaguars managed to lose the game that they played against the ravens where they outgained the ravens but also turned the ball over four times which might help you lose a football game they're all in a three-way tie with the colts and texans for six at the top of the division which is kind of impressive considering the texans don't have a quarterback and now this is the Colts. The Colts have been playing with Gardner Minshew, and Texans lost CJ Stroud earlier this season. Uh, I think it was like last week to a concussion. So the Jags have figured it out. In the AFC East, the Dolphins have a two-game lead over the Bills. 
The Dolphins are not technically in the playoffs right now because they can still lose out and every team below them wins out and they will miss the playoffs. But that, again, likelihood that happens very slim to none. Dolphins likely win the AFC East, but it's still up for debate. In the AFC West, the Chiefs have finally taken their two-game lead over the Broncos with three games to go. Uh, they will probably win the West, which is normally a... Hey, oh, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win the West. Now it's more like the Chiefs might win the West. It's a little bit weird season when the Chiefs are struggling the way they've been struggling on, the, on offense. So they should win the West, and we will see how that plays out the rest of the way. In the NFC North, the Lions at 10-4. and four. The Lions at 10-4. and four. Yes, the Lions are 10-4. and four. I keep repeating that because it's unbelievable. Are not yet in the playoffs, but will probably soon be in the playoffs because they have a three-game lead on the Vikings. With three to go, so they will probably win the North and be in the playoffs. In the NFC South, you have a two-way tie for first because the Buccaneers beat Green Bay with Baker Mayfield. I don't know if you know the stat, Tom. He threw the first ever perfect pass rating game in as an opposing quarterback in Lambeau. First one to do it, 158.3. He's the first guy to do it. He's only the second quarterback <laughs> in NFL history to ever. And my wife was there to witness it. Yep. She was in Lambo, oh, row five of the end zone. Ooh. So she got to witness it. So a history. lot of touchdowns <laughs> in, that, in those end zones there, thrown by Baker Mayfield. The only other quarterback with a perfect pass rate in Lambo Field is Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, there's only two guys to do it. One's the guy who played there for for 15 years. The other guy just played there and lit it up. And the Panthers, unfortunately, won a game, which has not helped the Bears out at all because now they might not be the ones – the yeah. worst pick in the draft in the A and the NFC East. The <sighs> Eagles are playing the Seahawks right now. The score is 10 to three on Monday night football. Eagles are currently a half game lead on the Cowboys. If they win, take a full game lead because the Cowboys got absolutely slacked by the bills last night. So that's a huge loss by the Cowboys and the NF and both the Eagles and Cowboys are in the playoffs. So, Get that out of the way. They're just fighting for the division at this point and the number one wild card spot. In the NFC West, your champions of the NFC West, the 49ers at 11-3 are now just trying to get the number one seed. They are the best team in the NFC right now. And then the Rams are fighting for a plus spot. Seahawks are playing the Eagles right now. And then the Cardinals are cardinaling in all their areas of fashion. Unfortunately, they are... Not the St. Louis Cardinals, and they. And I wish these Cardinals were in the the MLB because at least they would be. Well, we beat up the Cardinals again. Yeah, but no, these are this yeah. is the football Cardinals, but and this is just normal for them. But there you have it. Not much has changed yet. We only have four teams in the playoffs as at this point, but I'm sure that will change next week when we get the two games out, and that's usually when things start to break apart and division champions are being announced officially, and then the wild card picture right. starts to crystallize a little bit more. When the Bears finally get eliminated, they're still alive with a 1.3% chance of making the playoffs because if Seattle loses tonight, they're still alive going to next week. So I'm just saying Seattle win, so we just get this over with. <laughs> get this thing over with. Exactly, exactly. Some guy at church on Sunday told me, the Bears still have a chance, and I was like, don't give me hope. No, don't do that. I know. I watched. Don't, don't plant that seed. I don't, that, that tree does not need to grow. I watched the that game on Sunday. Stopped on. I, I, I oh, watched the game on yeah. Sunday because we had hope. On that. Let's see how they do. Man, should I not watch that football game? Woo! Man. No, I, I, I did not get to watch. Well, all right, I, I didn't get to watch a lot of football because, um, well, like I said my wife was at the yeah. the game in Lambeau, um, so. You know, just trying to like, you know, the, the boys' schedule, all that sort of stuff on Sunday. But um, I was a bad, I was a bad Bears fan, and I chose to watch the Packer game because because uh, my wife and father in law had already been seen on TV ah, once, and I was like, I wanted to try to catch them. Yeah, there you go. And of course, when they were seen, they didn't look happy. And they, scored <laughs> and they were happy, and then that was the last time they scored. Yeah. And, and, then, and then she goes, "Well, it wasn't their only touchdown. Maybe I don't know. One of their only touchdowns. She went in to like uh, go to the bathroom, get food, and if she hears all this cheering, she comes out and scores, and she goes, "Son of a gun!" <laughs> so she just needs to stay in the concession stand, getting food. Instead of watching the game, maybe they will win the football game is what you're saying. The, uh, the, the, the whole fan jinx thing. You know, oh, I'm in the back. The whole fan jinx thing. Yeah. Hey, that's what, like, in Milwaukee, yeah. when we went to a, the, the ball game, yeah. 
I was standing in line oh. for a, a brat when they hit homers, yeah. when, when the Brewers hit homers. When I was sitting in my seat, they the Cubs were hitting homers. Yeah, yeah so you need so, to stay put. I, mean, I, I planted. After that, I was like, nope, not nope. going anywhere. Nope. I went I went to get water and drinks in between yeah. innings. That was it. That was it. So, yeah. so nope, that was, uh, yeah, quite a – Quite a game to to watch, I will say, because from my perspective, everything was going great. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. The bear, yeah, the that game went well. The Bears game did not go so well. The offense was inept. Defense was outstanding up, up until they needed to close the game because they're just gassed. And then, yeah, it, it was just bad. It was the Bears season in a nutshell. Defense did enough to win the football game. Offense did enough to lose the football game. And make sure the defense just. Ran out of gas. So, so that's just the Bears season in a nutshell. That's how that works. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. So moving on to the rest of the episode here. Seeing as we pulled this together right about 24 hours ago. Yep. A little bit. A little bit more, little bit I more. suppose. Yeah. Maybe. Not much. Not, not um, much. We... Uh, we wanted to bring a little bit of Christmas and a little bit of not Christmas to you. <laughs> so um, not, and by that, I don't mean Hanukkah, Boxing Day, not, no, but. Um, Festivus? Festivus. <laughs> What's the one from Big Bang? It's a Saturnalia miracle. Oh, well, that's um, that's just because Christmas is celebrating Saturnalia to bring the pagans in. That, that's why they call it Saturnalia. Because it, Christmas was picked on the 25th just to get the pagans to convert that's the reason why we have on the 25th sorry i know i was trying i was trying to remember what the the quote was at yeah. the it, the it, end there it, from, it, yeah is there any yeah. Miracle? yeah that's so, it. so <laughs> oh so what do you, do you want to start with christmas do you want to start with not christmas let's we start can with, start with that let's start, let's start with christmas because i need to get in a better feeling after talking about the bears for five for all five minutes I, 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 okay you get you get you get us in a better feeling then uh, i'll bring us right back down with <laughs> my with my with uh, my not christmas uh, with right. my not christmas and then you know we'll we'll switch uh, <laughs> right, so, so normally we we've talked about is die hard a christmas movie is it not a christmas movie? we've had that debate we've done our favorite christmas tradition so I'm going like gingerbread house making so stuff like that. We've done that stuff right. before. I, I just wanted to pick your brains. I know my family will sit around. Maybe we'll 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 do our bunko game that I talked about. We always do during Christmas time. What's your favorite thing to watch during the Christmas season? Like, what's your favorite movie, TV show to watch during the Christmas season? So that was my thought because I was thinking about that. Like, what movies do people watch? So we had a, a our Christmas party at, at our office on the fifteenth, and we had a Christmas trivia game that we played at. And just to see who won, boys did beat the girls. So the boys got the win. Your, we all, we, uh, we each got the exact same number of questions wrong, except for one question. We all got, and there's the one question I knew that no one else knew. Where, Seriously, yeah, which one was it? Where is Santa Claus originally from? Turkey. Oh, Turkey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right. learned that in grade school. So there's your Lutheran education right there, teaching you Santa Claus comes from oh. Turkey. So there you nice. go. I, I probably learned that at one point, but it didn't stick. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking Austria. So I'm glad it, it, glad it wasn't me answering it, that it, question. It, it, our, it, our, <laughs> there the, you the, go. The, the female team went with Germany. I'm like, no, I understand that because Chris Kringle, it, it makes sense. It's not true, though. You, you, you just think that Chris Kringle has to sound like Germany. Well, yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, hey, this didn't do the other motion. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. the other, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what are your favorite movies to watch or TV shows to watch during the holiday season, during the the Christmas? Season? So, I haven't watched uh, two of them yet, but my three that I like to watch: Home Alone. Yep, the classic. I love watching Home Alone. Uh, at least the first one. I do actually like the second one too. Second one's good. Yeah. Um, Second one's good. Like for for being a sequel, like it could you know, it, it actually it actually lives up to you know uh, the the expectation to a, to a degree. No. Um, nothing is as good as the first, no. but a few things are. Um, then I like to also watch the Santa Claus. Oh yeah, the Tim Allen. original like nineties Tim Allen. Was it ninety ninety? It was late nineties, I think. Nine, 98 uh anyway it was uh the, the first one is like is my favorite yep. um there's tim allen's funny yep. and 
Um, the other two aren't aren't bad, but they're more like they're really more for kids. And like the first one is like I can still enjoy it. Like it's it's good. Um, so that's that's one I always got to because we I mean we, we watched that one as we watched that one on VHS every yep, year. We yep, kept, we had kept the, the VHS player in high VHS, school. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last one is one that I actually cannot find and i'm gonna probably end up like finding it on youtube or something some um version of it but uh is a charlie brown christmas yes, yes, yes. i love we actually as a family um growing up we um watched charlie brown christmas every christmas eve we would go around and we'd drive around and look at lights mm-hmm. until kind of late like i mean late late-ish and then we'd come home watch uh Charlie Brown Christmas with all the lights out except for the Christmas tree and um, tell, you know, Christmas stories around the tree and go to bed and then do all the Christmas stuff the next day. So that one's like, I'm trying to get my kids to watch that one. Um, I think they, they kind of tried to watch the Thanksgiving one, but like it lasted two minutes and then they, you know, often did whatever they do. So I really want them to, uh, watch this one because it, it is it, you talk about a classic like Christmas cartoon that's one yeah, um, honorable mention goes to Frosty the Snowman yeah so. Frosty the Snowman is always a good one so yeah you know me my Christmas movie I had to watch is Die Hard so I but I can't watch it with my family because yeah. my family always like it's not a Christmas movie. like you guys are just wrong so I'm gonna watch it by myself at my house before <laughs> I drive up and and visit everyone for Christmas and I just like watching Die Hard and there's definitely more Christmassy than watching uh, John McClane killed a bunch of terrorists. I mean, how, how much more how much more Christmas do you get? I mean, I have a I have a machine gun too. Ho ho ho! I mean, come on, man. It's a great. <laughs> it's a great. It's a great line. Uh, yeah, but so I do enjoy that. Um, and then Home Alone is the other one we always watch. Is we it's usually on what Freeform is it called now? It's of ABC Family. It's uh, yeah, yeah yeah. So that's usually streaming. So we usually watch Home Alone, Home Alone two as well. And then we always end up watching the Harry Potter movies in our family. They always start streaming around that time of year. For whatever reason, Harry Potter's on at all holidays, at all times at times of year. And we do. And my family's more into movies than I am. I like the books. <laughs> it just fits every holiday, yeah, even I know. Easter. Yeah, I, I like the books. The movies kind of tick me off. So I don't. I'm like, do we have to watch this again? You guys are killing me here. The movies are so bad. I'm just trying to not yell at the TV as I'm watching the movie. So that that's a, that's one of the family things. I'm sitting there stewing, just like, no, not didn't happen like this. No, didn't happen. Like, no, like, to, just trying to be calm, cool, and collected. Not going all Chris is upset about a movie because it's not like the book. But yeah, that's the movies we usually watch are the Harry Potter movies, your Home Alone, and then Chris watches Die Hard and Die Hard Two, Die Harder because he those are Christmas. That's Christmas against those two <laughs> movies right there. It is. We we actually just um, last oh uh, was it week week and a half ago watched Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, the third one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that's, that that one it gets that's when Die Hard got a little bit more interesting <laughs> with the movies. It's got. Kind of leads into Live Free or Die Hard with the the fourth one that came years yeah. later. That that one is like okay, this is just ridiculous now. <laughs> it, right, it, it which basically that's like you know the Fast and Furious movies. It, yeah. It's just we got to make things blow up more, more and in more ridiculous uh, ways. A taxi taking out a helicopter. <laughs> I mean, right. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, have you seen the uh, the comparisons between? Um, Die Hard and Home Alone. Have I've, you seen those recently? I've created those myself in my head. Like they're the exact same movie, just once the PG version of Die Hard. That's all it is. Right. They're 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 uh, they're both set at Christmas. Yep. Uh, both main characters fight with their family and yep. family issues. Mm-hmm. The heroes, um, both guys, fight the bad guys alone until yep. the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad guys are professional thieves. <laughs> They're very yeah. charismatic. Yeah. Well, the heroes are. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and uh, that is like uh, they they involve uh, they both have uh, incompetent dispatchers. Yes. Um, Dang it. Yeah. And then uh, it was uh, both ha- unite with a 
an unlikely friend yeah. or an unlikely accomplice, uh, like uh, uh, sidekick, sidekick at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. with you know the neighbor with the shovel yeah. and all of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then what was it? Uh, both had um, uh, engage in guerrilla warfare tactics and. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> One that's fantastic. I love it. Uh, that, yeah, they, I like I like we said in the Home Alone versus Die Hard debate. Die Hard is the exact same movie as Home Alone. Home Alone is just a PG version of it. Oh, that's the only difference between the movies. It's the exact exactly. Same movie. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No, so. And and kids want to grow up and be both of them. That's what absolutely. That's the other one. You, get, you get old enough, you're like, oh, I want to be John McClane when I grow up. <laughs> Okay. Not... I want to be John McClane when I grow up, but I want to be Kevin McAllister now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like John McClane, hmm, I'm not sure, so sure about that. He ends up divorced, alcoholic. He's like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that one. Not so sure about that. And then by and then by his third movie, he's just asking for, he's just complaining about a headache the whole time, yeah. asking for aspirin. Yeah, I mean aspirin. Well, running through Harlem with a sign with a bad word on on him because the because the bad guy said so. Because Simon said. Because the bad guy said stuff. Because Simon said. Oh man, I, I forgot how good Die Hard with the Vengeance actually was. Like Samuel Jackson is fantastic as Zeus in that movie. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not. Hey Zeus, you're like Puerto Rican to you. <laughs> I love that line. Sorry, it makes me laugh. And then when he's talking, talk, like trying to get the guy in the phone booth to get off the phone, he's like, "Hey, buddy, just use the other one." He holds up just the 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 wire. Yeah. It's a great. It, it has a lot of great scenes. <laughs> it does. Um, it's pancake syrup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, do you want me to go Christmas next, or do you want me to go? You go uh, dip, go dip if you have to. Do what you gotta do. Doesn't matter. Do what I gotta do. Yeah. do, you, do um, do. no, fine. All right. Um, and then we'll go into a good one. All right. So, th- uh, you were talking about all like um, the the stuff that's been happening in football and how there's a lot of um, movement around and and in, in the standings and how there's still potentials for. Um, different teams to get in under different circumstances. Well, there's been a lot of movement in the NCAA too, but not necessarily, you know, who's in bowls. We've already talked. Well, I don't even know if we talked about how my disappointment in the CFP committee, nope. but I'm not going to go there. We because, didn't get there yet. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there because I, I think uh, pretty much everyone else is already there. No. Um, Alabama didn't deserve it. And um, just one, another reason for me to, Never be an Alabama fan and uh, hate the team. Bear Bryant, glad he's part of history, but everything else about Alabama football uh, can uh, die a fiery death. Uh, anyway, um, there, there it is. Positivity. Don't you just, yeah, humbug right here, this guy. Um, but anyway, uh, there have been a lot of things happening lately. Like with all the, you know, with all the bowls, you, you, always wonder who is going to sit out the bowl games and because of you know the draft stock and they want to don't want to get hurt for the draft and have that hurt their their position and things like that and i've made, i've made my point very clear in the past on how i feel about that um but this one that I, the two that i'm going to bring up right now that are they're they're rough because they hit closer um, for me, and that is that there's two Notre Dame players that are sitting out the Sun Bowl. And yes, it's just the Sun Bowl against Oregon State. But again, it's like kind of that whole giving up on your team thing. That is how it sits in my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. But Audric Estime and Sam Hartman um, are, are not playing in the bowl game. Right. They are sitting out. So Giga Chad and Audric Estime sitting out the game because they're preparing for the draft, yep. which means that the the two um, arguably best or most productive players um, on the Notre Dame offense are not going to be even on because I don't think they can even be on the sideline if they're not if 
um, they've declared for the draft already, Correct. technically, right? Yeah, yeah. So because then they've they've like that means they've uh, you know taken on an agent, and that means they're already technically a professional, and yeah, yeah. Right. So that means that they're not even on the sideline while their team is is you know battling on the field for you know for one last time for a lot of a lot of those guys. Right. So that. I just I don't like that because up until this point it's really kind of just been like you know maybe it was an O line guy maybe it was a D line uh, a, a linebacker or something like that um, or it was just another team and so I didn't directly affect me but now it's like all right you got your starting quarterback yeah. out you got your starting running back uh, out and now you've got Chris Tyree who is uh, is the the number one wide receiver for Notre Dame and. Probably could even have gone pretty high in the draft if he wanted to go this year. I don't even know if he's eligible, but if he went, he probably would have competed with some of the best wide receivers available in the draft this year. Um, and I have to look. I don't even know if he's uh, draft eligible. He might only be a sophomore. He's that good, though. Um, he has now entered the transfer portal. Whoa. So, yes. So you have now three guys that you are losing from your offense, whether to graduation, draft, or um, the transfer portal. And it just really grinds my gears that you now you've had a team that was by, by and large, pretty successful this year mm-hmm. and uh, is receiving a very highly regarded quarterback transfer in uh, from Riley Leonard uh, out of Duke. So um, Notre Dame is actually getting a decent transfer. And I, I don't, they've, I've seen some other transfers that they're they're coming back to Notre Dame or they're coming to Notre Dame. I'll get to the back part in just a second here. Um, but transferring and dropping for the draft, uh, two very different things. I've already made my, my point on the the draft thing. You can actually go to probably about this time last year for that episode and get my take on that. I don't know which one it is, but it's probably about this time because it was around bowl time. But the whole transferring after one year or maybe two years thing, like two years, I get. But um, switching away from Notre Dame for a second, I've already, you know, expressed my uh, discouragement for the uh, issues with Notre Dame. But um, the USC quarterback, who was the number one, uh, yeah, no, 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 the the quarterback. Oh. The freshman quarterback, who was the number one recruit out of the 2023 class, oh. has entered the transfer portal. Oh, what? Already? Yeah. Caleb Williams, who's going into the, the NFL draft. Is, go- is Gonzo. Probably. Is, is Gonzo. And this kid pre- could potentially be a starter right. next year, entering the transfer portal. Not even giving it a chance. Oh, jeez. That right there is giving up. Yeah. Or, or he's telling me, that his experience at USC was garbage and he wants nothing to do with the school in general. Right. That to me, it's either, it's one of those two. There is nothing else that would be doing it for me. That that, that there's no, no way else to tell that story is either he is giving up on his team or he wants to leave USC in his rear view mirror forever for some other reason than football. Right. So that's that, that, and, and I don't know what the reason is, but it's it's really really sad now to see how much transferring is going on, mm-hmm. because also um, there I, I believe a federal judge ruled in favor of NCAA athletes to um, that they can now bring forth uh, some amendment to the transfer transfer bill or the transfer um, ruling that they can allow two transfers during a college career. Oh wow. And, and maintain eligibility Yeesh. that that at a certain point this is just going to become another professional football league with how much movement is going around that year to year you don't know who you're going to have because some guy could just be taking his nil offer mm-hmm. from somewhere else some trustee that's got a bunch of money that they know that they can bring people in that's not a salary um no. by technicality you know air quotes for those that are just listening here but that basically can be bought Mm -hmm. and and they can do it twice three well really if you want to uh, be technical with it they can be three times they can be bought three times once to get them to go to a school once to get them to transfer the first time and once to get them to transfer again and i hate that that is even a possibility it's not been made official but that that, that's even being discussed Mm -hmm. 
one transfer is more than enough to figure it out. Right. So that's that's not not fun for me. I don't like reading this because it just tells me that the NCAA is going down a road that it's it's not going to recover from. Um, but I do. I'm going to go back to Notre Dame for just a second because I have uh, I have a transfer, two transfer stories that are just hilarious for me. Is um, so earlier this year, or I guess last year, um, the end of the season. Drew Pine, who um, before Sam Hartman came into the picture, was going to be the starter for Notre Dame. Right. Um, he uh, transferred out, I believe, to Arizona State. Oh, yeah. Is he transferring yeah. back in? The, the the wonderful, you know, yeah. very successful program that Arizona right. State is. Yeah. Um, facetious. Anyway, um, he is transferring back yep. to finish to finish his degree at Notre Dame and and not not to play football, which tells me he knows the value of a Notre Dame uh, degree. Yeah. But for some reason he decided I'm going to go play football for a year somewhere else. Probably money, probably playing time. But that's just that's just dumb to me that, hey, I'm going to leave, play some football, and then I'm going to come back and care about my um, my education. You had your education paid for, buddy. Like, you were on scholarship. You might have, might not have gotten the playing time this year, but you'd have been, you, you would have gotten a degree from Notre Dame because he also took a lower class load at Arizona State to focus on football. Yeah, because the class load at Arizona State is going to be a real – Real toughie, problem. real toughie. Yeah. Um, so he's coming back, finished his degree at Notre Dame. Great. Glad you're going to be a Notre Dame alum. But don't call yourself a Notre Dame football alum. No. Second, Tyler Buckner, um, who uh, was he, – he was good, kind of like utility quarterback. He was a runner. He, he could uh, throw on the run. Decent guy. But um, he and Drew Pine kind of like were you know competing for that spot. Um, and Sam Hartman just kind of had all the mechanics of a starter above them. But Buckner, I believe, transferred bef- like the year before, possibly. Anyway, um, he went to Alabama. And now he's transferring back to Notre Dame, not to just finish his degree, right, right. to play lacrosse. Okay, different. Because <laughs> if you transfer back, your, your football eligibility is gone. Yeah. But he's never played lacrosse at the collegiate level. <laughs> there you so. There you go. He's still going to be a golden helmet. He's just going to be. Never mind. I, I have uh, family that play lacrosse. I can't say anything bad about it. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm just like, why? Like, why even? Le-? Anyway, basically, I just think these two guys just wasted a year. That's what. That's my opinion. I think they just wasted a year because not like Buckner was starting for Alabama. Right. He rode the pine. Right. So, anyway. I, I don't like the transfer environment um, in at the collegiate level, mm-hmm. and it's only going to get worse now that NILs are a thing. And now that this proposal for two transfers is on the table, I am already sick of it, and it's just going to get worse. So yeah. gl- glad that the Irish got a good quarterback transfer for next year, but um, still don't think it should be a thing. Yeah, I, I've been hearing the rumblings around the, the Webernet that uh, – the, there's a lot of coaches that aren't happy about the transfer report because they don't because they don't know what team they're going to have. I know that that feeds into the mantra they hear of the guys at at the four letter network say like, well, it's a good thing that person transfer because the coach should leave and drop a head just like that. They, so the coach should be able to transfer too. But it's like right, at this point, it's so everyone just leaves for any little reason. Like the coach leaves to go to a bigger program for more money. The players leave just because they're not getting playing time, even if they're being benched for better players. It's just a whole big ball of problems that college football's having right now and I don't know how you fix it because there's no good solutions because the solutions going back to the way things were it probably isn't isn't a good solution because then the players are just stuck with coaches leaving every five seconds this solution is not good because now the players leave just for any any perceived slight that might occur or for any NIL money that may come their way from another college it's there you almost have to solve the NIL and the transfer report in one deal and just try to fix it that way instead of just trying to piecemeal it together because there's it's, it's a tough situation, I would I think. I think there needs to be like more rules around NIL and probably the rule on transfer reports. You gotta leave for like a legitimate reason, like not because you were there for a year and then get the playing time you thought you were going to get. Stuff happens. Like it, they have to present their own case. Yeah. Like I'm going to this um, school because uh, I think they almost the way that you have to present it 
for because these are college student yeah. athletes. Yes, I know that most of us, uh, generally most people would think of them as athletes first because we see them on TV every Saturday um, playing ball in front of 100,000 people. But And, and having uh, people pay to do their homework for them, it, yes. It, exactly. But I think that uh, to, to have some of this transfer stuff, you know, especially like if it's around that, you know, they, they've been there for a year, they're not getting their playing time as well as a freshman, honestly, earn, like earn your way. You're a freshman, get to know the program, get to get, get up to that level. So you can actually succeed. If you're not starting at 18 years old, it's because someone has experience over you, get that experience and be that guy. Um, but digress. I think that like, to your point that, uh, allowing transfers is not a bad thing, but if it's for the right reasons, presenting a case that it's, you know, here's what happened here. Here's what I can get out of this other program. Here's what this other school can offer me educationally too. So I think you have to, you, you have to require that there is a, a case really both athletically and educationally, because if they're saying, well, you know, there's, there's nothing for me at the university of Notre Dame or at, at Harvard. Um, but I'm going to go to, well, Sorry, Arizona State, yeah, yeah. And because they they have the the best business school in the country. That is a lie. But now if you say, but now if you say, I want to go out to Arizona State because um, I feel like I have a great opportunity to play on their football team, move up in uh, football program, uh, move up in competition, and I've always seen myself living out west um, uh, for my career beyond football. It's as simple as that. Right. But it, it's it's getting people to. Uh, requiring that to be put on paper and presented before a committee rather than just saying at the drop of a hat, like you said, I'm going to leave. And then with this two transfer rule after another year, maybe they're not getting the playing time that they were promised again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave again. Right. Like you can transfer as many times as you want for education and no one's going to question it. They might be like, Oh, what are you not getting out of the programs you're going to, but they're going to be like, they're making this decision for, their career. Yeah. If your career is, is, is football, you should have it figured out by the second one. Right. Yeah. I, I know parents, I know that the Joe Burrow transfer from Ohio state to play LSU. Well, he's a graduate transfer and it says he didn't play a single snap. But I can think of at Ohio state when he was there. And I believe Urban Meyer once said this kid couldn't play D three football. I'm showing you how much Urban Meyer knows about football it, right there in that nutshell. So like, there are there are reasons why I'm okay with the transfer portal because you need because there are sometimes coaches, you they recruit you then they say well we don't want you they don't play you anymore and it's like for nonsense reasons. Joe Burrow clearly was a good football player. It was just clearly that Meyer had it doesn't know don't win a good football team and it's punch him in the, if he kicked him in the leg. Oh sorry sorry he kicked the kicker in the leg sorry. Wrong thing. <laughs> well, no, a good football team if it grinded on him in a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, much. And 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 uh, the Irish, they they had Sam Hartman this yeah. year, who um, was a graduate transfer yeah. himself, but did play yeah. at Wake Forest. Right. Um, now he got himself a graduate degree after you know coming yeah. to to the university. So there's that again. There was an educational aspect right. to it. He was a graduate transfer. Right. He wasn't. He was enrolled in a graduate program. It, it wasn't sense. just. It wasn't just. Well, I'm going to take a credit this semester at this other school right. that I'm going to transfer to. I'm going to go play at Devry and just <laughs> anyway. But I mean, we could talk, you know, for hours and hours and hours about this. But there are more cheerful things that we can talk Absolutely. about. So we won't. We have made our point that. Transfers suck. People suck in football um, yep. when they do things for the wrong reasons. Correct. So um, do good, play well, stick it out, be there for your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you want your, you, you do your, your non Christmas oh, and then we'll see, mine, wrap up. Mine would be is, just, it, is it also kind it'll, of just, it'll be just as depressing. You'll be the, the end of right, the year. Because then, then we'll, then we'll yeah. end on a high. Right, well, well, end on a high well then, so. so Tom got up and, and uh, annihilated the transfer for this is more or less me saying for, I don't know what time this is. The bears need to fire the entire coaching staff and start over again. Uh, I mean, I watch. This is the first game I've watched in a month or so for the Bears, 
and I'm like, I saw this game a month ago. There's this is no different than anything I've seen. I've seen this game with Justin Fields. I've seen this game Tyson Bajan. It's the exact same thing all the time. I don't care who the quarterback is. It could be Scuffy McGee with a floater pitch out there at quarterback. It's the exact same problems all over again because Luke gets he's a moron. Iberflus makes the dumbest game time in game decision. Okay, the 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 hail mary at the end of the first half makes sense. The uh, Brad Biggs, the uh, Tribune art, uh, uh, columnist, said, hey, I was at warm-ups before the game. The way they were going down that field, Cairo was only good from 45 yards because the wind was like so bad that day. So he, he, they were out of his range. It made sense that time. But, okay. Wish the announcers uh, uh, for Fox would have let us know that. Mark Sanchez, uh, you know, the, the, the formal – a former NFL player he didn't even mention the wind as a factor. He just I don't know why they're throwing Hail Mary here. He but, butt fumbled that. But, one. but yeah, yeah, he butt fumbled that one. So it's a so I wish I would have known that before. Like, I don't know why they're not just taking the three points, but maybe he's outside of his field goal range. Like I don't know why fifty yards outside Carol Sanders field goal range. He usually nails those. So but again that kind of I'm not as upset about that. But it's just the rest of the game plan decisions. They got so passive on offense. He's just like where am I? We'll play defense. We'll win the game with our defense. And then the defense gets worn out because the offense is terrible because they're on the field for too, too many plays and they have to score all the points. And it's just it, – I know I shouldn't be frustrated. It's the same old Bears. I've been watching the Bears for how long? And it's the exact same thing, exact same recipe every year for the Bears. Defense good. Offense sucks balls. Somehow we win football games and maybe we make the playoffs on the backs of the defense. But – I gotta tell you, Tom, I'm tired. Of, I am tired of it. I am sick and tired of it. So just this fire the coaching staff because I the team exists. I, I like if they don't if they want to keep Justin Fields. I'm okay with that. I'm not convinced on Drake on Kid Williams. I, there's enough red flags for me to say no, thank you. Uh, Drake May, I'm not sold on him yet either. So if you want to keep Fields for two years, have drive a second round quarterback to develop him. Cool, no worries there. But and the GM, I like what Pulse has done with the stat with the. Players, sorry, not the staff, the players. The O line's yeah, got yeah, the O line's got players. I Braxton Jones may, maybe isn't the left the left tackle, maybe he should play left guard. Tim Jenkins is a very good guard, he's just always hurt. Uh Darnell Wright is a beast at right tackle, love him there. We have DJ Moore, we have running backs galore, we have now Montez White, who I was questioning in that trade at the time. Now I'm I'm all I'm in favor. It's a good trade. I like it. I have I've come around on that one. That was a good a good trade. Uh, Andrew Bung's good D tackle sign. The linebackers are good. DBs are fantastic. So there, again, there's pieces. I, Cole Komet. I forgot Cole Komet. Cole Komet is oh, a yes. very undervalued player because he doesn't get yards or touchdowns because and so fantasy player football people don't know him. The dude's a football player. He will block for you. He will get make dirty block. He'll do the dirty. Uh, uh, pass blocking. He'll do the dirty run blocking. He'll do the chip and goes. He can run routes. He catches the ball. He's a fantastic football player. He is a love, workhorse. Love Cole Komet. He will never get the respect he deserves because he plays for the Bears and will get no yards and no touchdowns because he plays for the Bears. But he's a phenomenal football player. And, I love and, that and guy. tight ends don't get don't get recognized generally unless they're dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, unless so. they're Travis Kelsey or George Kittle who go for bunker <laughs> yards like, every year or and show up. Basically, right. they're just wide receivers. Yeah, why? But 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 George Hill can actually block too. George Hill's actually yes. a really good blocker. So. They, they're wideouts that block. Yeah, yeah. You know, block very than, very very yeah. well. So yeah. And so unless you date Taylor Swift or you go to WrestleMania and, and do George Hill things, you're not going to be recognized. So that's just how it goes. But the the uh, the Bears. I'm sorry guys to bring you guys down again, but the Bears gave me hope. Five percent right, chance to make the playoffs. I'm like, let's see this out. Maybe something happens. Maybe they go on a run. Well, that that died. That that died quickly. And it's gone. And it's gone. It's like <laughs> it's like the Cubs. It's like how I felt about the Cubs and Shohei Otani. Like five percent chance. Yeah. I don't believe we're in game, but it's been so long. They've been so quiet. Maybe there's a chance. And then the deal comes out like, oh, we had zero percent chance. Is what you're telling me here. That that the Cubs had a chance was a lie, a lie by the Shohei Otani. A lie by everyone. That that's how I feel about the Bears. Five percent chance. The offense looks good. Does it really? Does it really? I've watched yeah. that game. I don't think it looks good. I think it's bad. Didn't didn't look good this past week. No, I, it's, that's not even a five percent chance of a playoff team. I mean, five percent making the playoffs. That's not a playoff team. I see the defense. Oh. The defense well, is playoffs. A, it's, playoffs? A, it's a playoff defense. I will grant you that. It's the offense that's not playoff worthy, and it's yeah. been the problem yeah. forever. So yeah. 
It sure has, man. Sorry, guys. I get off my no, chest. No, don't apologize. Hey, it's entertaining. Hey, get off my chest. But uh, the Bears, um, yeah, we need to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. number one overall. So we have so we have two receivers, and then we need a center. And yeah, a center because I if I have to see Lucas Patrick snap the snap the ball and then get beat, it instantaneously again I will lose my mind. My goodness, we can put a trash can out there. It'd be just as useful as a center. It'd be just as efficient. Snap the ball, Adfield's foot, get run over. There, there's your play right there, boys. Yeah, we can put a trash can out there. It'd be just as just as good as, as Lucas Patrick. Put me out there. I'll be just as good. I'd pay the, I'd, I'd pay the trash can a couple million hey, hey, bucks pay, a year pay, if it did just the same. Pay me $2 million. I'll go out there and get run over by a D tackles. I'm just as good as that. I, I can do that. I'll get my head kicked in for two million dollars. I'll get my head kicked. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll send sure. the I'll send the ball and get bowled over. I can do that. I am I am very proficient. I knocked over my bigger people. I'll get back <laughs> up again. I'll get back I up. Been again. my whole life for this. <laughs> I I am the guy who will take the charge and get knocked out all day all day long in basketball. I will take the shot. Do not worry. I will get back up. I'm just that stupid. I will. I don't. That <laughs> just not stupid. I'm too stupid to say that. I will just keep getting back up. Don't worry, boys. I'll play throughout the season. I'll get back up. <laughs> All right. So Chicago needs to get a center. Um, yeah. Do you think so? Do you think? I just ran out of pocket. I'll get knocked out all the time. I, I get knocked out all the time. And I get back up. I can do that too. <laughs> I can do that too. Yeah, that's how bad we need one then. If you get a call tomorrow from Ryan Poles, I'm just going to like, <laughs> just be like, all right, where, where can you put me? I'll be back up. I'll be back up. Get kicked in the head, guys. So. I'll, I'll play center. Just, just, kick, he, he'll, just pay me league minimum, man. Uh, uh, league, league minimum is what, $750,000 or something stupid? That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's all anybody can ask. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's my that's my uh, two cents man. on the Bears and why I'm just done with the Bears. So I'm looking forward to Battlehawk season and Cup season right now. So that's nice. the season I'm yep. looking forward to at this point in the Cubs. Still don't have a schedule for the Battlehawk season, yeah. but, but we, we, will... we we know nothing. We don't even know if they're even coming nah. back next year. We don't even know uh, officially. We not we don't know for sure. Like but, we went on that last week. Anyway, yeah. but oh, Cubs, right. you're on the clock well, now. Cubs, you're on the clock before Chris going off on you. Well, I, like, that was 18 days now, 17 days. If, if they don't get me anybody, I'm gonna all lose right. my mind. Y- Yamamoto, I, we're, right, not Yamamoto. Before, we're not getting Yamamoto. Because there is a rumor, there, there have been rumors that there are multiple $300 million offers on the that, table. That those have been, those have been uh, debunked, the, supposedly, by uh, Jeff Passan. But, uh, Jeff Passan's. But, but, but. Yeah. He's also just like an advocate for teams, not necessarily players, and, yes. and, and he's pr- trying to you know protect the teams that might have had a leak. Mm-hmm. It's like I could one hundred percent believe that he, he that there's three hundred million dollar oh, yeah. deals out there by the Mets and just Yan- by the Mets and the Yankees. Yes, <laughs> and the Dodgers. Sorry, I've rather the, the Dodgers. I was say, the Dodgers are still going to potentially. Yeah. If the <sighs> Dodgers get in, oh my gosh, villains! I mean, anyway, villains of the MLB will be the Dodgers. No yes, going. they're going to be the they're going to be the new Yankees that everybody loves to hate just because they've got the money. Anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, we it's not anything we haven't talked about before. So, um, Sorry, right. guys. last one of the night. That's last one. Aaron um, we got through the festivist part of the episode. Aaron, we we the got through the festivist. Aaron grievances, and and thankfully it wasn't even Christmas related. Those yeah. two. So it's yeah. like we, we're not even Aaron grievances about. Uh, we could have aired these grievances any time during the year and probably have to um it's just so we got a lot of problems with those people we had to get off our chest that's that's, we had to get off our chest the frankincense quote so uh speaking of getting things off our chest no i'm kidding um but uh tomorrow we're uh in the office and for the morning and then we've got our work christmas party in the afternoon it's just our um finance our fpna team that is doing it mm-hmm. um got a couple people are out we've lost a couple of people you know just to you know resignations and right. things like that recently so it's like not you know not the full team um got one new person so that's kind of cool yeah. so there's a lot that um you know we've got uh going that'll be really cool for good reasons to be in person and all that so that'll be fun we're going to a pizza place nice. um that'll be awesome and we do a Last year we did a trivia like um, thing, but I don't think it's going to happen because one of the guys that put it on last year is actually on a ski trip this oh, week. So no. He's not even going to be there. Um, but we are for sure doing a white elephant exchange. Oh, nice. So I wanted to say, like, all right, for what is one of the funniest things or one of the best things that you've ever gotten in a white elephant 
and what is one of the best things that you have given in a white oh, elephant because uh, right. i i got kind of just like it's mine's not like it's kind of lame oh, tomorrow right. <laughs> but honestly last week we had a white elephant exchange for our youth group at church and i took what i got from that and i'm giving it here that, so that, that, that's what I did when your work office was bright. I got something. All right. It's going to, it's going to bunk of, bunk of right, my family. Right. So it's like, it's, it's a, uh, a, a mug, like a Reese's oh, peanut butter yeah. cup mug with a cake. Like one of the, yeah. you can do like a microwave cake mix. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's that, I gotcha. but then like, I've got, you know, cotton candy that we were also given from someone that like, I'm going to, put in here because we don't want the boys eating cotton candy <laughs> yeah um and then i was like but both of those are not like not f super fun for a work one so i went and got a bottle of booze because I, I i asked i was like is booze good like should i and and they're like yeah i'm like okay so it, it's i i don't know what i'm doing so i just yeah. just like all right i gotta make this fun because whoever gets this other one is just gonna be like why why yeah. so all the why all the why yeah. three bags of cotton candy because yeah. right. these are adults we're talking about yeah. like kids kids are gonna love that yeah. but hey, I you, know, love you gotta that. spice it up a little bit <laughs> I know, that's right yeah you know uh so spicing it up a little bit but so that's why but anyway what's the best thing that you've given and get uh received all right so given and a white elephant so I, like i said we do bunko so that's kind of like a hodgepodge of random stuff that comes out so the best thing i've given last year for our white elephant type thing or we just roll the dice. You you get you get your thing, and then you keep rolling. It wasn't like you had a person. It was more like you had a. It's like a journal gift thing. I did a Seinfeld bag, a bag of Seinfeld treats, I a, a, a two liter Pepsi, popcorn, uh, red vines, all the candy of foods you hear on Seinfeld. I found everything but Juji fruit. Only thing I found was Juji fruit. Everything else I put in a bag, and it's a Seinfeld bag. And I think the guy who won the who got the bag was a Seinfeld fan too, so he was laughing the whole there time. Like, he opened, oh, oh my gosh, this is the best gift ever. He, like, he just that loved it. Awesome. So I was like, yeah. And the best thing I got. All right, so this is my first year at bun. I got a uh, a you know those crystal ball things that you put your hand over and it says something kooky coming out of it. You ever seen those? Sure. Before? I think yeah, I think I know. What you're I talking got about. a a Trump. Uh, ball that you, you <laughs> and I started laughing my head off. You put up that's a this will be bigly. This is huge. He just says all random Trump stuff. It's just so stupid. I love it. I that's love it. Funny. And, and I think one of the co the coworker who who got it is like, I'm Chris. I'm glad you got the because she and I had talked politics throughout the year throughout sure. the year. All things going on and shit. So she knew my opinions on these. Like, I'm glad it was you who got it because you would at least laugh at it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Not get ticked off. Not get ticked off. It's not going to be like, no, this isn't funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. She so was at least like, you can have a laugh. She's like, I'm glad it was you. Someone who actually understands that this is just supposed to be a stupid gift because he says dumb things all the time yep exactly right right, right. And, and in his voice and just the way that he does it and yeah so that is you know yeah. that that's a good one because it's it's intended to be a joke yeah so i think she even mentioned like chris i hope you get mine because i i don't think anyone else is going to get it but you were like all right i got fortunate i was the one i got it. oh he's like thank goodness it was you <laughs> I was like, Someone right. a little bit ticked up right. when i know what's going on <laughs> oh man that's good yeah. um so the the two that I've uh, best best one that I got. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. Um, so I think I'm gonna go with. I'm hoping I'm remembering right that this is the one I got. Somehow it ended up in my house, so I think I got it. But um, one year we were doing the white elephant with uh, my wife's family. Mm -hmm. As day, day after Christmas, we do it here. That's yeah. you know, typically how we how we had been doing it. Usually, um, was like day after Christmas at our house, and we just do a white elephant. Mm -hmm. um, and the way we did it was, you, you got to put in like a five dollar gift card yeah. with it, um, five or ten dollar gift card. Um, so that way, you can give crap, and you know it's not a total, you know, just Lost. like oh, you're going to throw it out anyway. Right. Um, which you know we do it anyway, but still, <laughs> um, yeah. I ended up with. Um, a poster-sized basketball picture of my brother-in-law. It was <laughs> <laughs> high school basketball picture. Got blown up to a poster in a frame, and uh, with a, like a subway gift card. And I was just like, and of course, it didn't get stolen because 
section at bed bath and beyond that was basically just all like stuff you would give in a white elephant right and so when i was living in springfield we had that as a white elephant like that's what i got there's camo and orange this was before i was even a hunter so i didn't even like i didn't understand like why is it orange but anyway um gave it and so that was i, I think i think my dad ended up with it somehow just through all the like uh, trades and exchanges and things right. that, that that happened just like why do we still have to take this home anyway um but for a uh friend's christmas white elephant that we did i had been saving used gift cards for about no <laughs> about, no about no, four no, years about four years and i put them in a christmas bag individually wrapped oh so that and then i put one real one in there so they had to unwrap each gift card to find the one that was like until i told them that they found the one that was you know actually had a balance on it because all of these had like zero or like 13 cents on it and so like she dumped it out on the counter and uh i I start laughing so i give it away immediately it's from me and she goes are these all effing wrapped (laughs) yeah they are she goes do I even have to unwrap them? I'm like, there's one good one. So if you want it, you can. <laughs> so we sit there while she's, you know, and of course I'm a jerk. So I taped them all up really good. Too. Yeah, of course. And so it's just in, like, so I don't know if it was well received, but I got a kick out of it. <laughs> you, you were the prankster in, in that one. That was good. That was to me, the gift, like the funniness of the gift was not like, it, it was how long, like that one was a slow burn for me. Because I had used a lot of gift cards. I think I threw like <laughs> a library card in there. Like I threw anything that resembled a card in there. Um, goodness, my social security. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's like there was all sorts. Of, that's that was the most valuable one. You had to unwrap that one. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. So it, was, I, it was fun. Group text was message funny, with man. the family. Sorry. Yeah. It's all good, man. Sorry, it's it's settling up that we're going to top golf with my dad for for nice for for on the twenty third on Festivus. So on Festivus, there you go. I'm the one who celebrates Festivus. I'm the only one. I have my Festivus pole on my desk. I I have the main Festivus pole on my desk. And I was like, "Well, what's the pa- what's that paper towel holder?" No, it's the Festivus pole, you morons. <laughs> Are you gonna bring the the paper towel holder? I mean, the Festivus pole to Top Golf. I might have to. I yeah, might have to just set it in the middle of the table there. It, this is just, for airing. This is the pole. The Festivus for pole the airing of grievances. grievances. And then you go and yeah, and yeah. let your let your frustrations fly. Yeah, I mean, and I've yeah. I've seen you golf, man. It, not good. <laughs> That's gonna my, have fun. That's or, rather, they're gonna have, have fun, fun watching. That's my first time golfing ever, so it was terrible. Like we probably should have done something else, like long drives, like getting me used to. We probably should have just done the driving range, yeah. but we just went straight into a round of golf. Not a good idea. So, and we were, we've already told the story, but we were behind uh, four drunkies. <laughs> four drunkies. It took us four hours yeah. to do nine holes. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> good. No, for for those nine golfers, yeah. usually you can play eighteen in about four yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah, we were behind a, a rather rounder group. It, it took forever and day. And and we, I, I after about like three holes after that yeah. they had offered to let us yeah. play through, I was like, oh, we should have taken them up on that yeah. because now if we ask to play through, it just looks bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, wow, well. it was not not good. And and some like some of them were not exactly much above your level, man. <laughs> not much no light to you, but it's light to them. Then the excuse they were drunk. 
They, they did. I don't think some of them were starting off on a good, good footing. But how did we get to that? But anyway, you're gonna have your your brothers and your dad are gonna have a fun time. If I can bring um, a baseball and hit the golf, toss the golf on their hand with a baseball bat, <laughs> I would have the advantage. <laughs> Do that. You're gonna get kicked out of Top Golf, the most most even killed guy I know, and you're gonna get kicked out of Top Golf for launching dingers. <laughs> I need oh, I need man. an advantage somehow, guys. Yeah. Give me a hockey oh. stick. Give me something. Yeah. Give me yeah. something. Happy Gilmore. Oh. Real, real quick. I got to show you something. So I didn't get, to, I ordered my, my uh, Christmas sweater for tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, and it got canceled oh, got, no. because like the, it got lost yeah. or something. So we got refunded. Yeah. Um, it was going to be from the office. Happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. Your party's so lame. Oh, and it was the picture of Michael Scott. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. But it got lost and not like obviously that's not enough time to order one from Amazon or anywhere else to have it, you know, be here by tomorrow tomorrow. So I had to go to the old Walmart and here's what I ended up with. I've got I've got Santa. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> It does not show well on camera. No, it, it's got LED, so epilepsy warning here. Um, oh my gosh! Nice. For, or as or as Disney says, for photosensitive viewers. Yeah. But yeah. So um, it's a good thing we work for a hospital because um, anyway. So <laughs> that was a bad joke. Oh my. Gosh. Um, but so I was like, that's the best I could find, and I'm not upset about it. I, I think like it's, there's. Uh, I've gotten worse. I've had worse. Uh, sweaters, yeah. so oh, yeah. Don't. I have this. I got a sweater last year for our, our Christmas party, and it was black sand on a T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why didn't you tell me that sooner? I, I won, I, oh I won, the, I won the ugly sweater uh competition because of that sweater. Hold on. Do you still have it? Yeah, like, I still have it. Accessible? Yeah. I still like, have it. It would take like, a while for to grab. I had to go oh, all the way. I was gonna say, like, I, I want you gotta send me. You gotta text me yeah, a picture yeah. sometime this week. Yeah, like not yeah. not tonight. I was getting late. But, like, Black oh T-Rex. my. <laughs> because I saw it. Started laughing. I have to wear it. Oh man. Yeah. See. All right. I was also trying to find one that like I could wear to both you know the, right. the church yeah. Christmas parties and yeah. work and family and like balance there. That's right. not too bad. Um. One of my favorites was it was um, Santa and Jesus with their arms around each other, and Santa had eggnog in his hand, and Jesus was making a peace sign, and it said "Happy Birthday." Yeah. And I was like, "That's awesome!" Yeah. But uh, they thought, you know what? That might be a little bit too chill for yeah. church. Too chill <laughs> like, for church, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then there's always the you know like. Um, Santa peeing his Merry Christmas in the yellow yeah. snow and, and things like that. And like, like ah, and then you know some other worse ones than that. Yeah, but right, right. Um, just like the office was a good like easy one. Or and what was another one? It was uh, it was Snoop Dogg. It was the the nizzle before Christmas <laughs> or an altar. Damn. Yeah, I, I I think yeah. Someone last year also had the uh, Hey Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. The, yeah, the yeah. That, that's that's classic. Right. Oh man. So, all right. Well, I am hoping to uh, get this. I still have to wrap this present to classic, you know, fashion. It's like, ah, it's just a white elephant. So it's, it's getting thrown in the bag tomorrow. Probably a, yeah, you know what, 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 you know what I'm going to do just to like really mm-hmm. um, lean into the whole, like, this is a gag thing is we've got so many baby shower bags. So I'm bringing, it's a boy. Like it's a boy. That's, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, um, so that's gonna be gonna be a fun time. Always like getting together with people at work, but especially on a you know social occasion like this. Yeah. So looking forward to that. But um that's all we got for tonight, right? Absolutely. Unless you got any closing thoughts and words of words of wisdom. This is the last time this year yep. that we will do one. I don't so this is the last episode of twenty twenty three. Yeah, I don't have any words of wisdom for for y'all except to have fun, be safe with your families, have a good time, remember the reason for the season. Don't don't let the family's squabbles get in the way of a good time. Try to try to not get into arguments. Don't try to force the argument. I know it's hard for some of us to do. Don't cause the arguments. 
be the be the peacekeepers. Don't 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 cause the arguments. Don't don't just start wake up and choose violence. Don't be me walking to Bush Stadium wearing Cubs stuff. Don't do that. Don't do that to the family. Don't, don't do that to don't, your don't Christmas. do that to your family. Don't do that. Cardinals game fine. Christmas no. Yet. Yeah. So, so <laughs> by really, all of you probably the tens and tens of people to ridiculous takes errors on everything about football and what just area grievances, festival style, and all yeah. of our oh, yeah. all of our Christmas stuff about movies and wilding gifts and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, here's to hoping that tomorrow's white elephant is a success and I end up with something goofy. Um, also forgot to mention that uh, last year I gave a um, oh, inflatable elf that could, that plugs into your car so you can ride in the carpool lane. Um, so that was that was yeah. one that was a great work one. Yeah. Um, but we all work from home, so yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was useless. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was that was fun for me. Yeah. So we'd like to thank all of you, ten and ten yeah. of people, yeah. mm-hmm. um, not tens anymore, the, but ten, the ten, <laughs> ten of you, the ten of ten, ten, literally, literally ten of you last week. So um, appreciate it. And our next episode will be in twenty twenty four. We will do. Some so we'll have to be doing an NFL preview soon. Uh, we'll be doing a two bowl. Weeks, yeah. um, two weeks for that one, yeah. Two weeks for that, one, yeah. yeah. So we have we'll to wait until after week eighteen. Week eighteen, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so coming up, yeah. um, we'll we'll do a um, college football playoff yep. talk at some point and championship talk at some point, and um, we've got some plans for twenty twenty four that, of course, we want to make happen. So. We thank you all for being along for the ride for 2023. 2023 was uh, just an interesting year for, for both of us. Yep. And, um, you know, we've let you know some of those stories along the way. So thank you for listening. Like we said, during this year, we crossed that 2000 play mark, which doesn't mean like a lot for most people and isn't a lot for sponsors that we've reached out to. For <laughs> nope. Um but we just, as of this week, also crossed 2,100. So um, we're, we're like, it's like, that, those are kind of cool milestones for us. So we appreciate you being part of that. And uh, we look forward to a great new year with all of you as well. But um, until then, as always, stay safe, stay, wait, stay healthy. safe, stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> watch watch for ice and watch for deer. Yes. I haven't been saying that enough. Yes. Um, Stay free and stay blessed this holiday season. Um, just uh, praying for all of you and just hope you all enjoy the time with your, your families and friends. And if you get some time off of work, I know, Chris, you said your brother gradually yeah. <laughs> took some time off two, of work. Two weeks off, yeah. Um, two weeks off. I hope that uh, if you get the time, you can enjoy it. So um, may the rest of your 2023 be great and your 2024 be amazing as you are oh (laughs) but um we look forward to next year thank you sports and more with chris and tom is brought to you by no one, all non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.